Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. But she's like, you're welcome for the content, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she said, I'm a drunk white woman on the bar, I hate myself. <laughs> it was just, she's just perfect. She just. Hello, Twizzlers. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark. You get it. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. Uh, this is Andrew from Chicago. Uh, Holy Moly seems like the kind of show that could only exist in that summer break between the real TV seasons. So my question to you is, what kind of game show would you create during your summer hiatus, and which athlete or sports personality would you want to be a part of it? I would... Uh, no, no, you guys ask for specifically short voicemail. So, <laughs> I respect that so much, Andrew. Thank you so much. We did ask you guys to keep your voicemails a little bit shorter. And he was about to go off on a thing, and then he was like, you know what? No. And I respect that. Um, yeah, so the question was, what uh, what game show would you create during your summer hiatus? Funny enough, for us, um, creating a show during a hiatus would defeat the purpose of the hiatus because <laughs> that's what we do in our regular time mm-hmm. but for the sake of the question mm-hmm. um, I don't know have you watched Holy Moly? No. You said that in a way that makes me think you don't know it's on Wait, ABC. Do we, it, it is on mm-hmm. ABC. It is. What I'm doing Do you watch Holy Moly? I am saving it to binge right. all at once because right. the that's anticipation smart. is the right answer. so high. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. Because I, I was wondering in. at first like why would she say no like that? Right, right, right. Have you watched it? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part? The hole. Whoa. I don't like the mole. <laughs> I do love the hole. <laughs> What's the premise? It's golf. It's like wild it's mini like, golf. It's like a... What's that obstacle one? God, the typing's so loud it's in the so studio. <laughs> we can tell when Jay's looking something up, though. Oh, it's, yeah, it's now at least the, you know that I'm doing it. Wipeout. <laughs> you know Wipeout where you like, run on that obstacle yeah, yeah. course? I think it's, it's that, essentially but that but mini golf. Interesting. Which I don't know for sure because I'm waiting to binge it. Of course. And I don't want to spoil anything for you. But I think... We should probably mention we're in LA. So we're in a weird spot. We're all sitting on a couch. Jay's standing up like a bartender. He looks very at home behind a bar. I feel good. Yeah. You look good, bud. Um, So let's answer the question. What sport or game would you... I don't know. I feel like you just make Wipeout combined with any sport. And it's fun. What hmm. game would be my game show? Like, that's all you want to watch in the summer. Like you said, it's just like the stupid thing. You want to watch people, like, take a spill. Yeah. I was thinking, I haven't hammered out all the, the details, but I was thinking, like, some sort of dating show where you eliminate people by shooting a water gun at them and they Ooh. fall off, that, like, a little... Wasn't, I was trying to think, wasn't there a dunk tank-themed show? Oh. For dating? I, no, I don't know if it was dating, but I'm trying to remember, they did a bunch of these weird shows. Remember they did that diving one? With celebrities where they had to dive into, into water. No. I know. I watch a lot of TV. And then I think there was one, something dunk tank themed, like a trivia something. And if you got it wrong, you Oh, got that's dunked. fun. That's fun. I miss a good dunk tank. Yeah. Like in Little League when your coach would sit in the dunk tank at the, mm-hmm. at the little fair. And then you would get to throw the ball at your coach who always yeah. told you you had really bad aim. And then you would hit the thing and get to knock him into the... Into the pool and you'd say, how's my aim now, coach? Fun fact, my coach was my dad. Um, <laughs> so those were those were very fun for me. Mm-hmm. I think anything water-themed where you're, like, throwing people into water. Yeah. Like American Ninja Warrior, but not as serious. I guess I'm just talking about Wipeout. I just want to see people get messed up mm-hmm. in a fun way. Yeah. And I think, I think Gronk is probably the right... No. No? Gronk on camera, not great. Love you, Gronk. You're great. You're sweet. 
Camille, just, you're the best, but he can, uh, he's not good at the talks. He can react. The talking. I just want him sure. to react to pe- so people. So you put him in the sideline. You yeah. have him be the the like Christine Leahy to the American Ninja Warrior. Exactly. Is she still doing that? I'd have. I'll Google it. Jay, I'll Google ABC. it really loudly. No. <laughs> then I have, have like no idea. One. I don't watch it. Great. Um, uh, I would say for a host, let's go with a uh, Emmanuel Sanders could do it. He was oh, really personable. Yeah. He was fun. He was great. Who else have we met that we've been like, whoa, he's really good. Like, Kevin Love would be would be okay. I think he'd be a little nervous to get really into it. Mm-hmm. Or Dennis Rodman's always a safe choice. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said, who else have we met? I was like, my my brain is like, we've, I've is, never met anyone. I know. Yeah. That's a moment. Uh, people are like, who's the best guest you've ever had? I'm like, I, what's a guest? I don't, who, I'm alone. I'm alone. Uh, cool. So that's the answer to your question. Um, guys, if you're listening and you're like, how do I get them to answer my question? Well, you can go ahead and leave off a voicemail. Look, LA wow. looks good on you, girl. Yeah, girl. The number's 860-506-5571. Hello. We are in LA today for the ESPYs. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a, a little bit of an abridged podcast. We were going to try to take the week off, but then, oh, the women won the World Cup. Oh, and so oh wait. We, oh, can you still so hear it? That is the sound of Ashley doing a drum roll on her leg because wow. we're not sitting at a desk. I hit those hard. You do. <laughs> now you can finally know Ouch. it. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are going to get a little bit of an abridged podcast today. We could not go without an update on the Women's World Cup. So that's what we're going to spend the first half of the podcast reacting to. And then the second half, we're going to run through some of the other news that has happened since we last did a podcast. Uh, and then we're going to wrap it up and do, an, well, obviously another voicemail. And there's ad reads. And it's going to be great. We're just going to make it a normal length instead of two hours because we don't have time. <laughs> Um, so we're going to skip friendly banter. That's the official pod business. Um, is there, unless there was, what's next week's pod? Next week's pod is next week's pod. Is the all voicemail? N- nope. Next week's pod is a regular pod. I thought Wait. we were off. Next week's pod is an all voicemail podcast. Yeah. the producer of the podcast. It's just knowing Jay all Wolf, the producer. stuff. So next week we will run the all voicemail podcast that we've already recorded mm-hmm. uh, and you will hear all your amazing voicemails and, uh, that will be great. Next week's pod is dark. I'm so sorry about that. Jesus. I, that's why I got confused because I was uh-huh. like, no, we're dark next week because we're not, we're not doing oh, yeah, yeah. any of that stuff. Right. Great. Love this. Leave I'm that in. No, no, you're great. I was wrong. You were also wrong. I and would... then you were wrong again. But you, I trust you now. Thank you. Because we're making eye contact. Uh, yes. Next week's pod. We have no pod. We have no pod next week. So enjoy this one twice as much. This week, let's dive right in. Yes. Uh, before we do, though, before we <laughs> dive in. Today's podcast is brought to you by Casper. So, Ashley, uh, tell me how you want me to tell the people about Casper. Keeping in mind that Reggie, super producer Reggie, is in the other room helping us with this podcast. And I have to do this now in front of Reggie. Show Reggie your Eeyore. Why? Uh, Because you randomly dropped it. I don't know if it was while we're doing all voicemail or somewhere else. I do it a lot. Why did I even get out of bed today? Well, now you blew it. Well, you have a a whole way to make it up. It's the middle of the night, (laughs) and you're tossing and turning. Not sleeping. Drenched. Covered in sweat. Sure. Running the AC or a fan all night could help a bit. But to really sleep cool and comfortable like I want to, get rid of your heat-trapping mattress and get a Casper. The head bob really adds to it. (laughs) I'm sitting in a very sad way. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The Casper mattress. This is going to take... Forever. Well, do it. Do your the cast mattress combines four layers. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Of pressure relieving foams for all night comfort. It's softer under your shoulders and firmer under your hips for healthy alignment and extra support. I wish I had support. 
felt that in my soul. <laughs> Plus, breathable foams are designed to keep you cool all night, all summer long. Jay, I can see you in the dock moving around with your cursor. It's very distracting <laughs> for me. That's all right. Is he Southern? I don't know. Let's find out together. <laughs> with bedding, bed frames, even a dog bed. Ooh. Actually, I'm interested in that. Yeah. We should look, that in. look it up later. Casper has everything you need to create the perfect sleep environment. Not me, but you can. I'm Eeyore. <laughs> Casper also has free shipping and returns. So you'll be able to try your Casper mattress for a hundred nights, risk-free, in your own home. Wow. I'm homeless. Oh. <laughs> Sleep cool and comfortable every night like I would if I had a Casper. <laughs> Get a Casper. Try yours for a hundred nights with free shipping and returns. Go to casper.com slash Nolan and use the code Nolan. <laughs> For $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Casper.com slash Nolan. Code Nolan. $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Additional terms and conditions apply. You can see Casper.com slash terms. Casper, why'd I even get out of bed today? <laughs> You know, I, I thought of that halfway through, and I'm like, Ashley's going to lose it at the end. <laughs> wow, I wish I'd made that the reason I, I thought that was the reason why. Uh, it was. Well, that's yeah, Eeyore. Now we're 40 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> Guys, the women won the World Cup! <laughs> Thank God. Oops. That was real. That's why I leaned away. Oh. We're, we've got new types of mics. We're learning how to do it, Ashley. <laughs> this is how you should do your... No. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So we won the World Cup. Uh, man. What an experience. Holy. What a thrilling ride. I think we'll look back on it and, you know, look at the scores and be like, what were we worried about? Mm -hmm. but there was just so much tension. Yeah. This is like a movie. I hope they never make it into a movie because I think when you live through something like this and then they make it into a movie, you're always like, ugh. But like, I, I, it, it won't be the same, but it was like a beautifully, what a poetic World Cup. It could have gone either way. We yeah. had these women who were here and we're going to say what they wanted to and act the way they wanted to. And everyone was going to tell them how to act. And they weren't going to listen. And they just did the damn thing. And there was a, a, a big group of people hoping they failed. Yeah. A lot of them from the United States I was going to say, America. which you could weirdly, um, I would say you could say pretty confidently, is an anti-American sentiment to want the American national team to lose. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I think they would say that. It makes them more American. That's the weird world we live in now. Um, but yeah, there was a, a bunch of people that live here that wanted to, them to lose, and they didn't, and they didn't care, and they didn't let it get to them. Oh, by the way, they're in the middle of a lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Like these women have taken on everything, and they just like, if you don't watch this team and want to be a better person, I don't know what is happening. Like I just every time I see them, I'm like, anything they need, they can have anything they need. I love them so much. And I know that's I'm beating that drum a lot, and it's probably getting old, but I, I can't explain in any better terms. I've never loved a, a team. Like, I, I kind of had this conversation earlier this year about Liverpool. I was like, I really love this team. And then it, the, the women's national team is just, I can't, I, they're the best. And they're so great, and they're, and they're 
there's this other complicated narrative. We can talk about the actual game in a second, but there's this other complicated side of things with the women's game where it's like you beat these teams, but you also are still rooting for them to get better because that means that other countries are investing in the women's game around the world. Mm -hmm. And so the United States women are sort of fighting this battle for all these other teams as well. And they're very vocal about that, where they're talking about like, wow, Spain really has improved. We're watching the investment in that game happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And like when everybody was getting up in arms about Thailand and what happened and the celebrations and stuff, and the women were like, we treat them like they qualified for the World Cup because they did. And like, that's how you show respect to your opponent because uh, because they're they're playing and you're not treating them like babies. They're treating them like opponents. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just they've taken so much on their shoulders and like I, I don't know how they're doing it all, but they're crushing it. What's wrong? No, I'm just trying to Google the Netherlands. I think this was only their second World Cup. Thanks, Jay's on it. <laughs> I think I, I think yeah, I think this is only their second one, which is just is an example of what you're saying, but I didn't want to say that and be wrong. Did you see <laughs> just do what a man does. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, I would have said it. Um sure. we know. The 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 um did you see the video that the Netherlands put out, like the hype video before the final? No. Oh, my God. So I clicked on it being like, oh, I'm going to hate this. And it was them basically thanking the United States, being like, you taught us this was possible. You taught us we could do this. You taught us we could be better and we could be great and we could be this. And then, like, the music cuts out and it go- and there's just one of the players from the Netherlands and sh- they said, thanks for that. And then it was like highlights of the Netherlands being good. Yeah. I had fucking chills because they're basically saying like we could never have known we could get here without you. Yeah. Now we're going to use that to beat you. Yeah. They ultimately lost. But what an amazing like that speaks so perfectly to this camaraderie that has to exist in women's sports that doesn't have to exist. Sometimes it does. I'm not saying men don't do it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to exist that way in men's sports because there's no question if a country wants to invest in a sport, they invest in the, in the men's team. Mm-hmm. Getting them to invest in the men's and the women's team is very difficult. And the U.S. women have been fighting this battle. Then they're quite literally fighting this battle in court while they're playing at the peak of their sport which we only do for four years. And they have to keep in mind because their earning is lower, the money that they make from actually playing they have to get sponsorships. And the only time a year every is every four years that yep. these women are in the peak. I mean, the Olympics happen, so maybe like twice every four years. Um, and they're, we're talking about them and looking at them, and they have to be ready and so poised that when the, the World Cup is over, like Nike or, you know, I don't know, chocolate milk, <laughs> they're like, we want you to be in commercials for us. Like this, they're at the peak of their earning potential during the World Cup. Mm-hmm. They also are at the peak of media attention. They're also yep. like, they have to do it all right. And I've been thinking about that so much because that would cripple me. That is like, <laughs> that is the type of pressure that I know it sounds stupid, but you can't, I can't explain that. When the whole world is waiting for you to fail or like you know you only have four days to make an impression that's good enough that's going to pay you and your family until the next time you do this, like you, you, that's a lot of pressure. And a lawsuit, like my God. But they do it and they do it all and they do it all with a smile on their face. And then we all go, you celebrated too much. Like (laughs) God, who cares? They have so much stress. They're so thrilled that they get to play soccer. The easiest part of their job, I think, is playing soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just because they're good at it. They're very good at it. Yeah. It's nuts. Not so much with the uh, Netherlands goalkeeper playing out of her mind. Crazy good. Like so good. She should feel amazing. Yeah. She really should. I'm sure she does. She got the. Golden glove, glove, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, really, she gave up, the only goal she gave up were a penalty kick and that... Rose, 
That rose gold? Like, I loved it. I loved everything about it. I had no idea. So much power could come I know. from such a I know you love her. You always talk about she how she looks so young. I know. What did you text me? Because I was so in the moment that I just was like, "Wow, yeah, that is crazy." And then afterwards, I'm like, "That was obviously a joke, Katie. I just <laughs> forgot to laugh at it." You were like, "I can't believe she scored however many World Cup goals before her Sweet 16." <laughs> like, I don't think that's true, Ash. But I, and then I realized, oh, she's doing a bit, and you're an idiot. It happens. It also was <clears throat> in this 69th minute, <laughs> so it's pretty nice. nice. Um. Oh, it's crazy looking at it on paper now because it was so stressful. We went so long without a goal. Yeah. Um, the, they, I think so far in this World Cup, the U.S. had scored within 13 minutes of every match, the first 13 minutes. And so seeing now that uh, the penalty kick was the 61st minute and then Rose's goal was 69th, A, I would not have thought they were that close together. I honestly blacked oh, out yeah. for a lot of this. And then B, I, I would, it was, I was so late. That was so late. And I was worried because the Netherlands were a second half team. All of like mm-hmm. of all their goals, I think they had 19 total in the tournament. I'm sorry, I'm not, you don't have to. It's if that were the number, I think like 17 of them came in either the second half or extra time. Like they were the they're a later team. And so when we got through that first half without a goal, like I was still rest. Yeah, that was, you know, a lot of the halftime commentary was like Oh, I, didn't, I couldn't hear uh-oh. any of it. <laughs> like they had, they played them really well. Yeah. And Shout out to Fox who kept putting on the screen. They, I saw them do it three times. Oh, no. That stupid uh, pun that they wanted to use. Can't Dutch this. They did it so much to tease what they were going to talk about at halftime. It just said, can't Dutch this. And I was like, that has not, that doesn't tell me anything about what you're going to talk about at halftime. It's yeah, a bad are they, tease. Are they saying like we couldn't? I think that somebody the thought of the Dutch? funny thing and they just wrote it. I think no matter what happened in the first half, mm-hmm. that was going up on the Chiron. I just, <laughs> can't Dutch this. Stuck in my head over and over was past that Dutch. Pass that Dutch, but it didn't really that, didn't have it because it's a song. Were you smoking weed? <laughs> it was Sunday at like eleven a.m. Um, yeah, and it's illegal. <laughs> what? Not in Jersey, girl. <laughs> um, so uh, Rapino won the um, she won the golden boot and the golden ball. For those who don't know, the golden boot is most goals, right? Yes. And the golden ball is MVP. Yes, of the whole tournament. Of the whole tournament, right? Um. The Golden Boot, Mor- can we just say it was like three people had six goals? Well, I was going to say, yeah. Oh, okay. So Alex Morgan and uh, Rapino were both tied with six, and so did England. That, Ellen White, yeah. Yeah. But that would be weird, wouldn't it? If you won without playing in the game? No, I mean, if you had the most goals in the tournament, you had the most goals in the tournament. Sure. Come on down, Ellen. I'd be like, no thanks. <laughs> I flew home. Oh, that, yeah. Um, anyway, so the they all had six. So it was Alex, Megan, and Ellen White were tied. So the tiebreaker is assists, and then Morgan and Rapino were tied with three of those. Uh, and then the next tiebreaker is minutes played, and Rapino played for less minutes, so she got the golden boot. Yeah. Um, and then Morgan got the silver boot. I didn't. Do they always give away the silver boot? Yeah. Again, sound. I didn't have it. So, or well, I did, but you just were in a bar, so you couldn't hear. Um, I was like. Someone was like, what's that award? And I was like, the silver boot. Joking around. <laughs> I did not know that existed. And it was. Yeah, it was a silver. I mean, it it does make sense logically. But I was like, there's no way they give out a silver. But again, new soccer fan. Here we all are learning together. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the Dutch keeper got the golden glove. It was a, a, a great game. It was very stressful. I ate a breakfast burger. A what? A breakfast burger. Is that just a burger with an egg on it? Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah, it was really tasty. But it was tough. It was an early morning game for me, guys. It was 11 o'clock. It's an early morning game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made it on time. Literally wow. Walked in as it started. Uh, and it was fun. 
I drank ciders. Another thing I don't do. Smart. And I got worried about, like, I was bringing in bad juju because I was drinking the, a, a beer I don't normally drink, and I was it was early, so. But it all worked out. And then I ate ice cream at a place that afterwards I found out had a C rating. Oh. Oh. I was I, eating the I ice cream. And I was like, yum, this is so good. Oh, my God. The Taco Bell in Times Square has an A. This place had a C, and I was, like, halfway through the ice cream. Did you finish it? No, I threw it right in the garbage. Actually, the person I was with had finished theirs and immediately looked, looked like they were going to throw up. And then they grabbed mine and threw it in the trash. <laughs> a C. Do you know how many health code violations you have to have? Yeah. Have 28. Like, what? Oh. 28. You have to have 28 serious violations. And I ate the ice cream there. Was it? It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good I was upset. <laughs> um, how deep do we want to get into do we want to break down Ashley you made a beautiful chart thank you about the, the pay disparity and I look we did an entire monologue on WNBA pay and it's a topic that's annoying to talk about as women mm-hmm. because it's just someone's going to get mad and yell and people that don't care seem to really care when you're breaking down equal pay and it's it's like almost like a salary cap conversation that like a normal average sports fan is not sitting around understanding the ins and outs of salary cap. It's mm-hmm. you look to an expert for that and we're not experts, but we did have a conversation and you were like I think it's important for people to understand what the conversation is actually about. Right. You literally wrote in the document money from USSF, the US Soccer Federation is complicated to understand, so I made a chart and you made a chart. <laughs> So I feel like this means you have a better understanding of it than I do. If it's something you think we should, like, talk about, we can. Or because the burden is not always on women to discuss these women's issues, we mm-hmm. can skip it. I think I can give a very, well, very brief, but a treetops summary of what the women are fighting against. Because often, the almost always the counterpoint people make is well the women the men's team brings in more revenue than the women's team so they should get paid more which if i may how does anybody know because a lot of it is sponsorship money that goes directly to the federation and is not necessarily like this is just for the men also i know you're gonna do it but also if you work in the accounting department of your company and advertising brings in all the revenue you still get paid that's how a company works Mm. you don't have to be directly responsible for the revenue to to get paid so there's there's two things go ahead one is that over the last gosh i forget exactly how many years because this wasn't in my chart but like the women's (laughs) team has actually provided more revenue to like u.s soccer Over the past three years, that's a good guess, three and they will good. they can go look that up. Um, and they their jersey is like the highest selling jersey on Nike.com, like if any soccer jersey ever, they're men's not, or women's. They're not cheap. Well, so that's that is separate. The biggest the biggest issue is that FIFA pays the World Cup winners in the men's and women's tournaments vastly different amount of money. Yes, ma'am. Are they suing? No. So there so this so let me just dive into Go ahead. It. So FIFA pays the men's winner. Last year they paid France thirty eight million dollars. And when you say that, you mean the men's winners soccer federation. So they pay the USSF. Yes. Okay. They pay the women's team four million dollars. Okay. So thirty eight million versus four million. One of those is markedly bigger. S- significantly bigger. Yeah. Which fun fact was also double what they got for winning in 2015 they got two million in 2015 oh, my God. oh the women the women yeah so the u.s soccer their argument is like we're getting more money from there's FIFA. so much more money from fifa yeah 
that we can give more to the men. But what really grinds my gears well, let's hear it. is how it breaks down. What really crumbles your cookie? <laughs> my cookies never crumble. Oh. <laughs> is, is the way it breaks down. So regardless of the price differential. So for example, if you win a qualifying game, the women's team mm. to like even try to qualify. I knew you meant the women's team because the men's team doesn't win a qualifying game. Yeah. So if you're trying to qualify for the World Cup and you win a game, you get three thousand dollars per player. Per player. Okay. The men. I was like per get team. <laughs> Twelve thousand five hundred. Okay. That's per different. qualifier. Which again, they don't win, so it doesn't matter. If you actually qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. The women players. Thirty-seven thousand five hundred. That's nice. Men. Oh boy. One hundred and eight thousand. Okay. Six hundred ninety-five. This isn't treetops, but I am interested. So, so <laughs> the, if you break it down that way, right? You yeah. like the men's numbers are always, always bigger, and that money comes from USSF. Yes. Okay. So this is where it starts to really get out of hand, and this is the point that I want to make: is that the men get bonuses for winning early in the tournament. How do we know that? If um, a tree falls in the forest and nobody. <laughs> so how do we know? If, do they really get in, yeah, a, in a contract? <laughs> okay, yeah. The, the Guardian got all this On stuff, paper, all these yeah. numbers. No, I know. So if ever for every group stage win they get, they get like sixty eight hundred bucks. For every point they get in the group stage, they oh, get three God. points per win. Yeah, they get nine thousand five hundred dollars. Okay. If they advance to the knockout stage, yeah, they get three hundred and twenty nine thousand. Again, this is all Game of Thrones to me. It's flying dragons. It's never so going to happen. It is a whole bunch of money Fantasy for literature. early success in a tournament. The women get zero dollars for any of those achievements. Wow. So they don't get money. Unless they win the World Cup. Well, they qualify and like make the final roster, blah, blah, blah. Then they get their $110,000 for winning. Mm. The men get $407,000 for, the, what, for, for winning the, the World, World Cup. Cup. Where there is a difference is that the women's CBA had negotiated a victory tour. So like they're going to play four games. Yeah. And they get paid for those. $61,000. That's smart. Of for them. that. They're smart. But the what the biggest issue is, regardless of like, oh, FIFA gives us more yeah. money for the men, so the men get more, is that they get all of that money early. Yeah. They get rewarded for a point in the group stage. Yeah. The women don't get the bulk of well, their they cash. Have to. The bulk of their cash is the if one, they win. They have to win to get it. Yeah. And, but if Maybe you, they should try that with the men. Not even, let's just forget about the equal pay <laughs> for one second and don't pay the men till they win. Maybe they'll be good. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you're incentivizing them to get knocked I mean, out. So like, they got, just, they, if the men had won the world, if a male soccer player won the World Cup, he could make... From America? From max earnings. Okay. $1.1 million. So I don't know how that's not incentivizing them, especially yeah. because the women make... I know. I was just making a dumb joke. The women make salaries. Yeah. They get paid $100,000 and then like whatever they make for yeah. the um, US, the UWSL. Yeah. Yeah. NWSL. NWSL, thank you. Um, so the men are only only get paid in bonuses. So what the women are arguing in this lawsuit is like, regardless of the salary, with the bonuses being so much higher, they make such like a disproportionate amount of money, even considering they get a base salary and yeah. the men don't, that it's not fair. Yeah. And this this these numbers that I just said are all like recently uh updated. Updated and it was paltry 
before, before that. Which means progress is happening, which is great. And the way that progress happens is you have to keep having these conversations and having these battles. And I know people hear the phrase equal pay and they just zone out. Like, it, it, it happened with the WNBA. I, I pulled sleepless nights to make sure I had all of my facts correct. I lost sleep over that monologue. And people were still like, she didn't deserve to get LeBron money. And I'm like, you're, a, you're an idiot. You're an idiot? <laughs> you're an idiot. Nobody is saying... Like, we would love to get to a place where the game is is, is equal and it all – she can get LeBron money. But, like, people love to say – it's so weird because it's the same people who when owners, um, like, don't pay players and that player is like, I'm unhappy here, like an Antonio Brown situation, then Antonio Brown leaves and everyone's like, screw him, he's not loyal. Like, they're siding with the owners on that. And they're siding with the owners on, like, people – they're not owners, it's different. But, like, they're siding with corporations and it's like – Whatever happened to scared money don't make none. People say that all the time. Like, you want something to be better, invest in it. Like, I'm sick of hearing people say the men's the men's tournament gets more promotion, the men's tournament brings in more money. Yeah, you know why? Because they invested in it. And if they took the money that they invested into a product to market it properly, to make sure it's in front of enough people, to, to get it out there, if they'd spent money promoting it, it would be doing better than it is now. As it stands now, the promotion, the the you wanting to watch it, it comes down to the women. If the women weren't these incredible all-around people, interesting, they, they say what they want, they have positions and interesting backstories and their friendships and all of it, if that didn't exist, then less people would give a shit. But it's somehow all these women, it's their job to play the soccer, promote the soccer, go yeah. do all the, there's not this big push. And like, I know everybody fancies themselves a business owner, but you can't just be like, well, like, I feel like FIFA and or USSL have gotten away with being like, well, the men's game brings in more. And then everyone's like, yeah, that's true. How do you answer that? It's like, because they invested in it because they prioritize it. And, like, I get it. When you're first starting out with a sport, it's difficult to launch two leagues and get us, especially with soccer in America. Like, we're already struggling to get people to give a crap about soccer in America, but that's because the men are trash at it. (laughs) Our women are very good at it. So it actually would make more sense in this scenario to kind of say, screw the men's game. The win for us as a soccer federation of America is to invest in the women's game until they get their shit together. Like, that actually makes more logical sense. They'll never, ever ever do it but if you want to be real if you invested in the women's game that way you could bring in a lot more money nike kind of hinted at it at the end of that ad this team wins everybody yet oh did you guys see that uh more people watch the women's world cup final than they watch the men's world cup final is that people in america yeah in america yeah that's that's obvious yeah yeah that's uh, that to me felt like one of those like uh consolation consolation stats i'd hope so america was in the final we didn't even touch the men's world cup so uh and people in america don't really care about soccer like that like other countries they're gonna watch the final no matter what it's the world cup right we just are like oh i'll go drink under the bridge in dumbo that's just like a thing (laughs) apparently they show the world i went there once they put it on like a big screen anyway so obviously we've all got feelings about uh that one other thing if if we want to talk about it i just want to mention the dancing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Megan we didn't Rapino's, get that. Megan Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I guess this will wrap up the game and then we can get into their Instagrams. Holy cow. Um, but so one thing that really bothered me, and again, I'll say what I just said, but I'll just say it again because I want to be clear. I'm not trying to make anybody feel like they don't want to listen to the rest of this podcast. I'm not trying to be preachy. 
But I really think that one of the things I love about this team is that they all share their experiences, and that's how you learn about you know, because not everybody in the world has the same experience. Yours is different from mine. And you can go through life thinking, well, mine is this way. Mine is this way. But if somebody says to you like, hey, funny story, mine's actually this way. And when you do that, it sort of like makes me feel like uh, you don't understand other people live lives differently than you. And these women are so, so good at that. And so I'm going to attempt to do that in a, in a situation that people will say, how are you offended by that? I was not offended. I just want to like put something in stark contrast for you and like kind of focus on it. The picture of my favorite team in the world winning the World Cup. They're all happy. They're holding up their trophy, thrilled. It's the best moment of their lives. And down across the bottom of the photo is what I believe is, I guess, the slogan of the Women's World Cup. It's in every photo and it ruins every photo for me. It says, dare to shine. And it just is like... (laughs) Can you imagine if the the slogan for the Men's World Cup was dare to shine? You wouldn't be because you don't dare to shine. You better get your ass over there and fucking shine. It's the World Cup. Like, dare to be good. Dare to, to not be pretty and delicate, but to be good. Here's this team of badass women who just won the World Cup and are like, yes, like pure joy. And in every picture it says, dare to shine. That sounds like a like a slogan for a beauty school. And so look, no one is saying that like, that's offensive. Rah, 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 rah. I'm just saying like, that's the shit that like, we're making progress. But then I see that. And obviously that's probably a bunch of people sitting in a conference room coming up with what it's going to be. They come up with something cutesy. Nobody even thinks twice about it. And if I didn't say this and you didn't hear me say this, maybe you didn't even notice. But like, dare to shine is just setting this peak of what you can achieve as a female athlete you can dare to do your best and it's like no kick their ass should be (laughs) but matt i i really do think that if you saw them do that with men you'd be like what a dumb slogan and that's all i'm asking people to feel (laughs) not like offensive we should do it's just like what a dumb slogan don't have dumb slogans like that treat them like athletes and stop then we can stop doing the did they celebrate too much were they too arrogant are they too good we have those conversations because ingrained in your brain you're not trying to women have this too that's how you know it's a universe like a cultural thing we feel like oh you're just ingrained you're taught that women are not supposed to act like that and it takes consciousness to be like well, why aren't they supposed to act like that? They're athletes. Like, why do we ask them to be role models all the time? Mm-hmm. And then on the men's side, we're like, we excuse their off the field transgressions and say it's just about the sport. Like, we don't do that with women. So why do the women have to be literally perfect in order for us to hold them up? And the men can do whatever they want to. And we're like, I love his arrogance. It's bec- It's that kind of toxic idea that seeps into and touches everything and when i see something that says dare to shine i'm like that's that's also it it's not the battle we need to fight right now but it's just like training your brain to look at stuff like that and being like we'd never do that to the men so it's like they're having their moment in all of the pictures it's just this thing that says dare to shine and that bothered me moving on from hot take corner (laughs) i didn't notice that Thank you for sharing. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for making a chart. The good news is... You did a great job. It was a really good chart. We can crop those photos. Yeah, I have. I did. I cropped it. I really did. Speaking of photos... Oh, man. 
So I saw on Twitter um, after the win, someone was like, you guys all need to do yourselves a favor and go watch the uh, women's national team stories. And I don't know if you've noticed, I've been I've been doing Instagram lately. Mm-hmm. So like a couple, like a week or two ago, I followed all, I'm like, oh, I only, when I set up my Instagram the first time, I just did the, it was back when I used Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in like a year and a half. But I just did the like follow everybody that I'm Facebook friends with. So I only follow like high school people. That's why I never use my Instagram. So then the other day I was like, how about we start following accounts of people you've met, work with, <laughs> uh, like, like celebrities. So I like changed, I followed everyone in the women's national team first. So anyway, when I saw somebody say, you've got to go look at their thing, can I be honest about what my reaction was? Yes, please. I was like, I don't want to. What? I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see it. Because you want to be there. I, it just, I know this is the most psychopathic phrase I will ever say or sentence. But I just feel so badly like they're my friends that watching them all party without me was sad. And I, I'm only saying it because I don't think I'm alone. I imagine this team does such a great job of making you feel like you're with us. We're with you. We've got you. You've got us. Mm-hmm. That when you see them partying, you're like, it's like if in high school you could go, I'm sure kids nowadays, like check their Instagram because their friends said they weren't going out that night. And then they see all their friends are at a party and they're like, hmm. And, you know, that was me a lot in uh, in middle school, finding out that I didn't get invited to the cool thing. And I, I, it just would have hurt too much. And then I saw it for like the ninth time. And I was like, OK, I'll go watch. And Ashlyn Harris, I love oh you so God. fucking <laughs> Incredible. How many quotes can one woman have when she's like, you're welcome for the content, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she said, I'm a drunk white woman on the bar. I hate myself. <laughs> it was just, she's just perfect. She just captured everything. There was that moment where Alex Morgan goes to dance, and I was like, At, women, white women across the country went, <gasps> like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then you were like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> she did great. She did great. They're all great. I feel like Mal Pugh, like, understated, had these really great moments where she just would, like, look at the camera with her beer, and it was like, woof. They're just all, I, they, I know there's probably a world in which they're not all best friends. Maybe they are like, they like certain ones better than each other. I'm sure there's cliques. I don't ever want to hear about it. (laughs) I just want to know that these women, because another important thing that they do, not to preach about them for so long, but like women are always taught, we're supposed to see each other as competition. And especially in a sports competition, it could get catty, but it, it feels, it truly feels I'm so happy that younger girls now have like a thing they can look at where they see a bunch of women getting along and lifting each other up. That's like a really important image. Anyway, back to the drunk stuff. (laughs) What was your favorite? All of it. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Sue Bird content. The Kelly O'Hara kiss. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. (laughs) I lost my mind. I texted Ashley the picture and I said, we did not know this. (laughs) I saw an article, I retweeted it, you can find it in my feed, by Kim McCauley um, for SB Nation about um, about how big of a moment that was when Kelly, after the game, ran over and kissed her girlfriend. Because there, it's, it's not something I believe we're equipped to talk about, and I really would urge you to go read that article. But this team has been so outspokenly gay. Not all of them, obviously. But they've been very outspoken for gay rights and... Um, and and that was in stark contrast to a couple years ago when the team, I, there had been internal conflict about the women who were comfortable being out and the women who weren't and the women who wanted to talk about it and the women who didn't. And now we've reached a point where it seems like, I mean, in all the interviews, it was so great where they were like, it's science. You can't, what did Megan say? Yeah. Like you, you can't, can't win, win without gays. without gays. It's, it's science. science. Which 
it is. <laughs> um, and so, like, uh, that's such an in such stark contrast. But Kelly, what's so special about Kelly is like, it's it's it, we've reached a point where like they are comfortable to be whatever they are comfortable being, and everyone is just like. In that article, they were mentioning, like, to just be represented in a quiet way because everybody looks at Megan Rapinoe and is like, wow. So if I imagine if you're a young kid who's figuring out their sexuality and you see Megan Rapinoe, who is incredible, as the gay icon, you could be like, well, I'm not confident like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not outspoken like that. I, I'm, I could never do what she's doing. So when you see somebody quietly just being comfortable and being themselves, it was huge. I love this team so much. One of my random favorite things about that photo was the Getty caption was like, Kelly O'Hara greets fans after yeah. the game. <laughs> they were, they were She's making... very friendly with <laughs> the fans. Somebody posted that on Twitter. I was just reading about that. And she um, was quote tweeting it to make fun of it because they did that with um, Abby Wambach in 2015. Oh, so, oh, like, oh. There was oh. a literal like time, or it was maybe not time. I'm not going to put somebody on blast. But somebody wrote like, Abby Wambach embraces a fan, and so that's what the... Oh, I remember that now, because she kissed her girlfriend, and that was... I mean, look, I I think that... I don't want to be too optimistic, but you can see, with this being every four years, it's like there is progress being made. People are getting a little... It's it's not going fast enough for my liking, but in all these little areas of, like, uh, like LGBTQ rights and, 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 you know, gender and, and whatever, like, there is a... We're going... I say speed it the fuck up, but it is nice to see that, you know, people are, are getting, just get over it, you know? I love this team so much, I'm going to miss them. Can we talk about the fact that I landed here in L.A.? Um, I'm working the SB's red carpet, and I got a push notification that said, breaking, the U.S. women's national team will attend the SB's on Wednesday. And I, on the tarmac, went, ah! Like, I screamed. Because <laughs> I'm going to be there. I know. I was really, when they said on, you probably couldn't hear it, but they were like, oh, parade tentatively planned for Wednesday morning in New York. And I was like, what? Four years ago, I covered their ticker tape parade because I was on Fox. It was the only thing I've ever sideline reported. And it was the day I realized like this job's really hard and I would never want to do it because you're just live and you have nothing. You just have to talk. And you're like, I just talked. And they're like, we have to go to you. We need to go to you. And I'm like, but I don't have any updates. And they're like, make one up. And you're like, ah, okay. Uh, I believe that was the broadcast where I looked down Barrow and I said, I can't hear you, so I don't know if we're on, but I'm just going to talk. <laughs> and I, I was. I was on television. <laughs> um, but I went to that, and it was amazing. And and I, and I we when I heard it was going to be on Wednesday, I was pissed. Because I'm like, A, we're not going to be there. We should right. be there. B, that means that they're not coming. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that they're coming and I'm so excited but it was still really difficult today which is Tuesday we saw Megan Rapinoe uh, US Women's National Team posted a video of Megan Rapinoe in the green room at our office yeah. and then I saw they were on something with Jeremy Shap and there it's Alex and Megan in our in yeah. my studio where the show is and I'm here I got it it you up you were upset. I'm like I was actually upset about it <sighs> because like, I was just like I hope somebody tells them where my desk is <laughs> and they leave me a little note I was trying to think it if, like, never do, what do we have on our desk? Maybe it's, like, visible enough that it would, like, no. draw their eyes I just have a little Mosala. Yeah, there's a little name. But it's out of the way. I just would have hoped that somebody there, like, we don't really work in an office like that, but if somebody there would have been like, you know what would be cool? You want to see Kate Nolan's desk? It's the one with shit all over it. If they stole from me, I would have been thrilled. <laughs> Take whatever you want. What would this? It's what yours. I don't know, thing. Julian Edelman's biography? <laughs> When he was there, there. She's done reading it. That's why. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I read it twice, obviously. 
I almost asked him to autograph it, and then I'm like, I don't know if he knows me well enough to know that's going to be a bit. <laughs> I don't think you. Because if he turned and signed it, and then was like, Katie Nolan's thirsty, it would have been like, it was a joke. I've never read this. Somebody gave it to me as a gift. It was great, though. Good book. Read the Cliff Notes. Um, I said it was going to be a quick podcast, and I haven't stopped talking. I feel like, should we do an ad read, and then we can run through a couple other news? Because we have not had a podcast since Kawhi said he was going to go to the Clippers. Yes. Cool. Um, so today's podcast, let me just find it because I'm not in the right part of the doc, uh, is also brought to you by Simply Safe. So, Ashley, what, why? In honor of the ESPYs, how about you do this one like you're trying to interview people on the red carpet? Oh, God. You're going to see just how few skills I have before Practice I Practice for get... tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, uh, Megan Rapinoe, <laughs> July and August are, are when most burglaries occur. And, uh, and what's crazy is that uh, only one in five homes have home security. Do you have home security? No. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe uh, because most companies really don't make it easy. That's why Simply Safe is my top choice, hands down. Simply Safe, have you heard about this? Protects every door, window, and room with 24 7 professional monitoring. Who are you wearing? I actually don't care. <laughs> Tell me more about your sport. Uh, look, just real quick, there's no contract, no hidden fee. Okay, have a good time in there. <laughs> and man, she looks fantastic. What else looks fantastic? A lack of a contract, <laughs> no hidden fees, no fine print. That's really in this season. Uh, Simply Safe has won a ton of awards. We're going to be here on the carpet <laughs> talking to all these people. The awards uh, have come from CNET to New York Times Wirecutter. We were at the, we were on those carpets at New York Times <laughs> Wire Cutter when they won that award. And their around-the-clock monitoring is just fifteen dollars a month. But Julian, Julian Edelman, just real quick for uh, for Simply Safe, yeah. Uh, but so one thing that truly makes Simply Safe stand out is their video verification technology. How would you say that has affected your time here? Uh, not really. But so when other <laughs> when other home security systems are triggered, a lot of the time the police assume it's a false alarm and the call goes to the bottom of the list. But not with Simply Safe. Did you? Is that your experience? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've got to. There's, no, no. There's okay, a thing I've got to. Okay, thank you. Okay. Well, folks, let me tell you. Using their video verification technology, they are able to visually confirm that a break in is happening, allowing police to get to the scene. Three and a half times faster than other home security companies. Did you hear me? Three and a half times faster. And this night's going three and a half times faster, but I'm having a blast. <laughs> Listen, uh, visit simplysafe.com slash Nolan and you will get free shipping in a 60-day risk-free trial. You look so good in that. Purple is your color. Thanks. That's Tobin walking by. She's not on a mic, so she wouldn't have said thanks. But if you could just sorry. stick to the bit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You've got nothing to lose. <laughs> Just an award here at the ESPYs. So go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan so they know our show sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan. I'm Katie Nolan, ESPN. <laughs> My best Katie Nolan ESPN I've ever done. Can you say that tomorrow at some point? A million times? Thank sure, you. I would okay, love to. Great. We're going to gonna... do it actually a million times. We'll clip it off and make a... I'm going to get famous people to <laughs> be like to look down barrel and go, can you say I'm Katie Nolan ESPN? <laughs> and then that'll just be my real. Wow, this is a great idea. Write it down. Okay, uh, now before we get into our game, um, t what? Oh, wait, what? I was going to write it down. Oh. Sorry. And it's not a game, Katie. We're going to talk about more news. But before we get into that, we're going to head over to Ashley for your Bachelorette update. Doodle-dee-doo. You have 30 seconds. Hi, I'm Ashley Braben here with Hi. your Bachelorette. Hi. Here with your Bachelorette update. She didn't cut anybody. You got to look higher so it's away from She the didn't cut anybody. You your mic with you. It's fine. If you put it lower on your shirt, it would help. Well, okay. 
She didn't cut anybody. That's I didn't hear you that other time. Crazy. <laughs> so there are four people left. Oh my god, that's so we, much better. We skipped. You should have told me that first. I know. I, I didn't think of it. Uh, we skipped a week. A bunch of people got cut that week. Right. This week we're down to four. This is fantasy suites. Uh, no, this was hometowns. Oh, sorry. So she did four hometowns with uh Katie's two contestants, Jed and Luke. Uh, ooh, Jay's ooh. contestant, Tyler, and my contestant, uh, Peter Pilot. She's doing this without a post-it note. It's very impressive. Incredible. And no cup either. I guys, so alive. <laughs> there were four hometowns. We got to the rose ceremony. She gave a rose to Peter. She gave a rose to Tyler. And then she like had a panic attack and was like, I can't pick. I would Everyone gets a fantasy yeah. suite. I would have had a panic attack too. She got to four dudes? No, that's next, next week. week. No, and but I'm saying she's getting four Yeah, dudes. but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, you think they're going to make her get rid of someone? I imagine they sent home Luke first. I th- like, that's we're, we're talking way too much for the Bachelorette update. Both I'm sorry. of us. Sorry, I'm so. I'm I know, so I know, involved. I know. But we, I just realized it's not that was just that was pretty supposed much to be it. talking. Oh, we're done. Yeah. We can talk again. Oh, okay. Cool. I wait. Bye. What? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? All right. Well. Well. Yes, we have, the doodle do has happened. We must respect the doodle do. I have to move on. Uh, guys, Kawhi's on the Clippers. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this today. That narrative changed so many times because, of course, it does. 24-hour news cycle. We have to talk about something all the time. But when we did that NBA Finals bit, which was during the... First week of June? NBA Finals. It was actually during the... <laughs> no, I didn't, couldn't figure out if... It was during yeah, the Finals, was, right? Yeah. We we But it was the like game one. It was between game one and game two. Yep. We did the Kawhi question, and it was like, how many points will he average next year on the Clippers? Yep. That was like a thing that was we felt confident enough saying... And then enough happened between then and when he announced that, like, the Clippers were seen as, like, a long shot. It just, I think we talk ourselves into and out of a bunch of shit. And it's really weird. I just remembered that Molly Did was, you like... Just fall? No, sorry. No, it was funny. You got a tan today. Yeah. His uh, face is all red. Molly was like, he's not going to the Clippers. And you're like, stand by to see if that's true or not. Oh, yeah. We should bring that back and be like, you don't, were wrong. Don't upset her. Oh, sorry. Um... <laughs> No, it's just totally crazy. Like, Chris Broussard has a job. Cool. Good for him. But he was like, the Clippers are out. It's down to the Lakers and the Raptors. And that wasn't the case. Yeah. Like, shout out to Kawhi. We said a little bit of this last week. But, like, shout out to Kawhi for pulling it off. And getting Paul George with him. Of, and Paul George, to me, doesn't strike me as somebody who's difficult to move around. But whatever. Oh. Personally. He just was like, oh, I'm going to go for one year to Oklahoma, but then I'm going to go to L.A. And then he didn't go to L.A. He stayed in Oklahoma. So he just, whatever. All right. Still good for him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just made that sound like it's, I could do it. I could get Paul George to come to ESPN. Carmelo still hasn't answered us. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it was just, that's what's really interesting. That, like, we can spend the whole summer talking about it, or, like, a month, and then it just happens, and everyone's like, the one permutation nobody saw coming. It's yeah. Like, how is that possible? Those are our jobs is to see it coming. It's but, just quite such a... But, no. so just, you said the Knicks. Just want to be clear. I, I did. Yeah. I did say And then the you Knicks. took her take. Yep. I said, I said the Raptors. Yeah. But in a past podcast, I said the Clippers. And on television. And on television. But whatever. I, I was, we were all right. In our own way. Right. Yeah. The, on, the only really wrong person was to steal a bad take, which is you, Jay. You stole the worst take on the podcast, which gives you the worst take on the I podcast. I agree with your take on that. Thank you. Don't steal it, though. <laughs> um, I, I, look, everyone's talked it to death, so we really don't have to. This isn't the podcast for that anyway. But I, my favorite part about it was it was like Friday night at 11. It was it was later than that. because Wasn't it like 1? It was yeah. at 1 a.m. Yeah, because I was here in L.A. and the earthquake happened. Oh, yeah. And so which Twitter, one? 
the, the second the one, big the big one, one yeah. Uh, and it was like very unsettling and a little scary. And then like I was obsessed with like earthquake Twitter after that, and now I follow fifteen That's seismologists yeah. because That's I was nice. like, yeah, yeah. I was you like, can't just have one. You got to get a. a I needed to, I needed to double check and right. triple check. And so I was like very deep in earthquake Twitter, and then L- and so was the rest of LA, and like all of the LA comedians who I follow and stuff were all yeah. in earthquake Twitter. And then immediately, just talking about his Twitter follows now. No, Go ahead. and then Go immediately, off, it turned into Kawhi Twitter like crazy. Yeah, because like, every- it was like eleven thirty or twelve. It was one. I have no sense of time when I'm yeah, playing FIFA, which, one, by the yeah. way, update. Sorry, haters and losers. I'm really good at FIFA. Well, it was now. one Eastern. <laughs> I think it was 10 here. Yeah. And so then it was like, but it was just so funny because like all of these nervous people online were just like, oh my God, Kawhi's coming to so Los Angeles. <laughs> I had tweeted forever ago, probably a week ago, I have no sense of time, that like the best thing about free agency being sarcastic is like you don't want to go to sleep because you know the second you do is when the news is going to drop. Mm-hmm. And like that paid off because it was late and the news dropped. But my favorite thing, my point was, let's say it was 1 o'clock Eastern on Friday. That meant that Stephen A. and, like, somewhere, Skip Bayless and all the, Nick Wright, they had to sit Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> couldn't talk about it till Monday. And by then, the conversation online had happened. Yeah. Like, everyone had had every take. And then they were like, damn it. Like, he got the hot take artists behind the eight ball that never happens. It reminds me of when, like, something crazy happens on a Friday, and then we don't have a show till Wednesday. And we're like, by the time it gets to us, yeah, we're not, no one's going to care. So we have to think about what the next, it was just fun to watch the daily shows have to react to something like a weekly show. Because nobody ever dumps news on a Friday, unless it's, like, domestic violence, and they don't want right. us to talk about it. But, like, a big announcement like, this agents will tell you, like, do it this day. So you're talked about for all these other days. But he dropped it at 1 a.m. on a Friday. And I was like, Stephen <laughs> A. must be so pissed. So pissed. Did you text him and ask if he was okay? No, I don't have his phone number. Oh, really? Stephen A.? Yeah. No. I assume since you guys are such good friends. Well, I... You're right. Maybe I should ask for it. Here's the thing. I don't want to ever ask and then have him be like, no, you can't have it. And then I'm like, well, now I know exactly where our friendship is at. Like, I like living in the are we best friends, does he hate me world. Like, could be one, could be the other. Who's to say? You know? I think, did you see the the dumb coffee chain thing? Yeah. It was like an Instagram story. It yeah. just got picked up by a bunch of media outlets. Yeah, it's it just, just a dumb... Annoyed. Yeah, they were like... What was it? That they said he they won't... They reserve the right to refuse service to Kawhi Leonard. And Paul George. And Paul George. Here's my thing. Not to be a... Not to be like, I'm woke. I just don't feel comfortable with a coffee shop saying they reserve the right to refuse service to two black men. That's Isn't not that a thing legal? I feel great about. No, I think if you're a private company, you can do stuff like that. I don't know. I think if it, it's not public property, so you can kick somebody out for trespassing and you can refuse service to a person that you deem to be drunk or if someone says, I'm going to buy a coffee and throw it on this person to scald him. But that's what I mean. Can deny service. I, feel, I mean, I probably should have looked this up, but I, I think they like- put it out. I think they said, like, we reserve the right to and, like, put the law or something with it. But it just was like, well, I get it. You guys are being petty and fine. People are talking about your $19 coffees. Um, but, like, just, what do you, just have some awareness. So, that place is so expensive. That Starbucks thing wasn't that long ago. And it just feels like, what's this coffee shop thinking this is the win to say Kawhi Leonard, the nicest, quietest man who probably just enjoys, like, a nice tea? Kawhi I think it's, like, a very... Kawhi <laughs> <laughs> That's But, yeah, you guys got your clicks, so good for you. So, what's a place called? What's it? Alfred's. Let's not Don't it. go to Alfred's. No, I'm going to say don't go. You reserve yeah. the right to go to Coffee Beanery. The coffee bean and tea leaf. I like that one because they use the crushed, the crushed ice. ice. Here's the thing about the crushed ice. It gets your drink colder because the surface there's more surface area touching that we can talk about it off the <laughs> What else has happened? Um, tennis. 
Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the Bleacher, the Bleacher Report, Report tweet. Yeah, thank you. I was, I'm glad you came back to it. Cool. So I was trying to do this thing where obviously I was stressed out. So I wasn't really tweeting during the game as much as I normally do. But I was also just trying to like not be on my phone that much. I missed it until it was deleted. And then I saw people talking about it. I was like, what is everybody talking about? And I had to find it. What was the original tweet with that picture? It was just the hashtag One Nation, One Team. Whoa. Have they explained it in any way? Uh, so all I found, and uh, I just haven't checked this since this morning, was a social media employee from Bleacher Report wrote something. But Bleacher Report, once they deleted the tweet, they've not... How long was it up for? An hour. So it was a picture, like a painting? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like a like a digital yeah. painting <laughs> mirage isn't the word I'm looking for. What's Collage? That? No. Yes, but one that's on a mural mm. of just famous people. With the women's national team, some of them. Yeah, yeah, I right. actually don't think all of them. 15 that of all them out of in the, three. Which is a weird number to cut off when you've got room for so many other people. <laughs> They're at the front, and then in the back is just like... A hodgepodge. Give me some names. Uh, the cast of Kobe friends. Bryant? The, the, entire, <laughs> the entire cast of friends. Except Gunther. Right. No Gunther. Poor the guy. entire <laughs> cast of friends prominently featured in a line. Who else? Uh, Kobe Bryant. Really? Iron Man? Iron Man, not not Robert Downey Jr., literally Iron Man, but not Captain America. One of the kids from Stranger Dustin Things. Dustin from Stranger Things. <laughs> Just Dustin? Just Dustin. Just Dustin. Oprah? Uh, Tom she, Cruise? I Baker Mayfield? What? Baker Mayfield? <laughs> J. Cole? <laughs> J. Cole was on it? Yes. Andy Samberg, randomly. Why? <laughs> I just want the oral history of who came up with who gets to be on it. It needs its own oral history. It has to what? happen. Is Jill Ellis on it? No. no. Well, that's fair. She got, sub- <laughs> she got jub- subbed out for J. Cole. <laughs> Not till the 85th minute. No, yeah, right at the end. <laughs> Brad Pitt, Ellen DeGeneres. So this is Nesson's analysis because they like couldn't even figure out who's... I it could- says Stu Holden. Stu Holden! <laughs> Stu Holden is on it? And then it says, maybe Waka Flocka Flame? <laughs> the cast of Modern Family? Yeah, it was... Have Has anyone tried to figure out what they all have in common that maybe there was something? Like, they're they, maybe they've they're all American. won something? Like a Grammy? Like, what are they all... Zach Ertz? What? Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Two American yeah. heroes. To what end? Is she near Brad or are they... No, smart? they're very far Whoa, away. Whoa, that's yeah. smart. At least they thought about that. Right. Like seating at a wedding. That was one thing they considered. <laughs> So this is what the social media employee at Bleach Report said. I'm forever grateful to work for a company and people who challenge, encourage, and impe- God, he went this route. This is embarrassing. I know, right? Uh, uh, people who challenge, encourage, empower us to try new and different. You get some big W's. You swallow some highly publicized L's. It's the nature of the job. You live, you learn. For those who revel in others' well-meant mistakes, especially who know the nature of the industry, hope you had fun for a day. God forbid, empathy or understanding. What a concept. Hope your egos were fluffed. We'll keep doing our thing. Here's the thing, Sean Swabby. Um, you, you didn't, we would, we didn't know it was you. So like, you posting this thing to be like, wow, you know, sometimes you take W's and sometimes you take L's, man. Like, what can I tell you? It's like, nobody knew it was you. So when we're out here making fun of this really dumb photo, which was a really dumb and obviously dumb since it has since been deleted. Right. Uh, it, just join in the fun of the conversation. That's how you social media. 
I can't do that because usually my face is on whatever I'm getting made fun of for. And I can't be like, yeah, sucks for that guy, right? Because everyone will go, it's you, lady. We can tell that it's you. <laughs> Sean Swabby, nobody knew you. So you're trying to get clout for being like, I did it and you're all bullies. And I will say, you're not, you can't bully a photo. Right. It was a dumb picture. Also, I feel like they could have just like followed up and been like, we know this is real. Or just say like, you know what? We thought it would be cool because blank. And now realize like this was dumb. We're not offended. I'm not offended by it. They also don't have to say they thought it was cool. They could just be like, yeah, we just thought of the most random collection yeah. of Americans. Just like, oh, of. lean into it. Yeah. Own your bit instead of being like, wow, you guys are still making fun of that really dumb thing that had no explanation. How rude. Right. Like, get over yourself, Sean Swaby. Join in on the phone. Is it Swaby? I actually, guess what? I don't care. He's I'm probably there. in there. He's on there. Yeah, right next That's to that the dude wrong. that we don't know who it is. <laughs> That's the guy we thought was Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he posted that. I hate when people take themselves so seriously. I hope you all enjoy. I hope your egos were fluffed. In what way, sir? Um, I didn't make the picture, so my ego was very hurt. Stu Holden? <laughs> Does he want Tobin Heath to punch him in the face? I don't think so. Anyway, that's that news. <laughs> I feel strongly about that. Um, home run derby last night. Yeah. I thought What's-His-Face won. No. I thought Vladdy won. No, Vladdy won, like, a crazy, like, semifinal round. Um, Let me explain why I couldn't have watched. I was filming an interview for... Oh, yeah! Alex Morgan's ESPN Plus show. We could have talked about that. Yeah, I just figured it's like they'll see it when they see it. But it was one of those things. Ashley was like, I know you just have landed, and I know this, and I know they're going to have to come film it in your hotel room, and I know that's weird. And all it was none of it made any sense. I didn't bring any clothes. But I was like, you don't say no to that. Yeah. So I did that, and it ran really long, so I couldn't watch the end. That's what happened in my life. (laughs) Look for that on ESPN Plus. Um, But so Pete Alonso won. Yeah. Man, I really wanted Vladdy to win. It was just, do you remember... Josh Hamilton's like crazy performance. I think it was like ten years ago when he hit. Like, it was that long I ago. So. I want to die. I think he hit. He set the record for like most home runs in a round or whatever, and it was like twenty eight. It was crazy, and then it was like, oh, he didn't actually win though. That was what it was like um, with Vlad. Because Vlad's swing was making me so nervous. I must have been watching the earlier rounds. But he's yeah. just like the way he was just not slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a it's a hot take in the baseball community about like if you go to the All Star game and you get hurt and then you you ruin like yeah. after the All Star break your stats go down. But the way he was swinging, I'm like, Bree, just take a breath, please take a breath. You're not even <laughs> technically in the league yet. Because <laughs> of service time. You know what's crazy, which I didn't realize until today. What? They made the prize a million dollars. Dang. Yeah. Pete made more money like? winning the home run derby than he makes in a year. Last year it was 125000 <laughs> This year it was a million. So it must be like a sponsorship thing? Is it like team? No, I think money? they're like. No, I think, I think they're in the bargaining agreement. Yeah. yeah. Also, because they have it. Right. The yeah. Is pocketing exactly. That but that's why, like, I feel you like that's why from they're 100 really to hard. a million. It's like, uh, so you've had it this whole time? We just had to ask for it? <laughs> no, Alonzo's salary is 500 grand and a million dollars. Yeah, he got service timed, didn't he? Wasn't he service timed? I think so. I remember it. I remember that monologue we'll perfectly. Google it. Yeah. Um, it's just so funny that it's always those guys, the guys that you're like, oh, he won the home run derby and he's not in the league <clears throat> yet for a year. <laughs> Technically wasn't his first season because right. that's how these rules work and these make perfect sense. sense. Uh, all right. We really don't have a ton more time. Coco Goff, I didn't get to watch any tennis. Um, I have been busy, but uh, that was she. What, at 15 years old. Can Incredible. you imagine? I, too, no. at 15, so hopefully she continues to be good, because it's not fun when you look back. I'm just kidding. I was terrible at 15 as a person, and <laughs> it was tough to look at. Uh, I feel like there was one more thing I was going to say, but I don't know if I put it in the doc. Something, anything else happened? Tonight is the um, 
All-Star Game, so we can't talk about that now because right. it has not happened yet. I'm sure I'll think of it later and I'll send you a text like, damn it! But whatever. Oh, can you put it in an accent like that? Damn it, Ashley! <laughs> I'm going to be hammered. I'm going, I'm just going out. I know. But you, got that, you got that 9 a.m. meeting, so. Do I? You do. Are you sure? I'm sure. I got my dress for the ESPYs. I rent the runway. Don't tell anyone. Okay, we're going to do one more voicemail. But before we do this, uh, I got to, today's podcast is also brought to you by SeatGeek, our best friends. And we're going to sing to you about it. Ashley, what? It's time. It's time for the best Disney song in the history of Disney songs. Okay, if I mess it up, will you, can you be like, no, no, this is this part? Because I feel like sometimes you both have a look on your face that's like, well, I don't know, I don't see your face, but your face, where you're like, oh, you're in the wrong part, and you don't want to say anything. Well, this this version has the sound effects on it, so hopefully that helps to guide you. Uh, it's hard, and <gasps> I, I've been, I listened back to the Blues Traveler one, and I was like, don't do these You anymore. weren't supposed to. I said, don't to my, I that don't one do was these hard. anymore. You know this song like the back of your hand. Don't do these anymore. Okay, here we go. I'll make a man out of you, Seat Geek. How long is the intro? Uh... I think it starts Let's, quickly. No, I think there's some sound effect leading into it. Okay. Birds? I told you I left all the... They're trying to climb the pole right now. Okay. Oh, you left in all of it. Well, we can... That's it. That's what I was looking for. Are the words going to be in it? Well... This is too long of an intro, now I'm confused. It's okay, wait. There it is. With millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee. (laughs) SeatGeek proves there's a better way to get tickets. (laughs) A quick look at the App Store. Shows over 50,000 five-star reviews. How's that for <laughs> customer satisfaction? It feels good. It's a better process. Seeking polls together. Millions of tickets from all over the web. <laughs> And it rates each deal on a scale of 1 to 10. Finally, SeatGeek displays them on an interactive seat map. Green dots mean good deals. <laughs> Red dots are overpriced and every purchase is fully guaranteed. <laughs> shop for tickets with confidence. I have the Seeky Gap on my phone. <laughs> and it's by the fastest and easiest. Way to find tickets in here. In fact, I just used the app to buy tickets to a show. It was so good. Love those tickets. They were the best that I've ever used. I had such great seats and they were cheap. So SeatGeek, I want to say thank you. Now what? Oh, it's a key change. Yeah. SeatGeek will even give you $10 (laughs) off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo 
code. Download the Seek app today and use promo code Nolan for ten dollars off on your first purchase. That's promo code Nolan. Yeah. For ten dollars off of your first purchase, go use that promo code. That's promo code Nolan, Nolan today. Oh, that's promo code Nolan. Oh, yeah, go use it. It's the best promo. Code. Use it now. The ad read is completely over, and this is when he does that key thing that I did. My God. Till the end, that was pretty good. Oh, my God. I was terrible. feeling that. I, sorry, I did not listen the whole way through. There were words there. In That's the, okay. They did the be a man. You can be whatever you want. Oh. Just go use Seeky. Boy, I'm so fired up. You I want to that. run through were a wall filming? right now. Because I was like, why is he standing there? And then I realized, like, damn it, he's going to be filming. And I because <laughs> I'm wearing my ears, like, usually I'm wearing headphones, but I forgot to bring them. So I look like I think I'm a singer because yeah, I pulled, like, at one point ear. I pulled an ear out like what like, <laughs> Aguilera. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's really hard to hear just... that much of myself. Let's... Anyway, Jay, play me. Let's you. Well, you can't play me, Reg. You want to play us that last voicemail, bud? Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Pat from New Jersey. With summer here, I was just wondering what your favorite backyard games are. Mine are spike ball and flip and flip, spike which is ball. a flip and slide into flip cup. Ooh. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. <laughs> slip and slide into flip cup. Why do we ever do either of those separately if we could do them together? I'm bad at flip cup, but then sometimes I'm great at it. I think it's a game of chance. Anyway, not the question. Uh, so Patrick asked what my favorite backyard game is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always just go with cornhole. Yeah. Um, but we were we went to that thing for the 4th of July, and they had a terrible cornhole. Oh, I hate those plastic What are they ones. called? They're not... Those boards are, yeah yeah they were like plastic they were slippery they weren't at the right angle and i feel like i get really particular what I don't know if that's obvious they have to be wooden that's crap what's spike ball spike ball is the one with that little circle and a yellow ball and you like pass it one time to your partner and then they hit it down against the net sounds terrible it's very active it's like oh yeah not for me yeah steve and i played bocce last night i know he said he was really good at it he's very very good at it i almost hurt another patron at the bar oh because I just, I don't know my own strengths. I'm used to, like, you throw yeah. it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And also, it's opposite instincts to bowling. Bowling is like, don't throw it up in the air. Throw it on, roll it on the ground. And they were just throwing them up in the air. I was like, oh, I didn't know we could do that. Sorry, I'm a civilized human being. Um, so, yeah, that's, I like bocce, I guess. I'm terrible at it, so that wouldn't be my pick. Slip Inside isn't really a game, but I guess if you combine it with something else, it is. Backyard games, I guess it's probably just... What a boring answer, but it's, it's not boring. Cornhole's a What's great game. What's the one with the um, with the sticks, ladders? Yeah. How did you know that's oh. isn't it? Isn't it with a Z too? Weirdly, <laughs> I think it is. Like ladders. You're like okay. That one's kind of that fun. one's fun. I, have you ever played Can Jam? No. Can Jam is fun. Can I, Jam maybe. is really fun. What is that? It's it's like a little trash can with a slit in it, and you have. You stand on opposite sides as your partner, and you like throw a frisbee. And if you like, you get points if you hit the can. I'm you terrible get at throwing if a frisbee. You smack it in. You I get can't frisbee. I'm so bad. Slot. Yeah, it's fun. I when I was little, I used to love the um, the tennis ball that would stick to the. Oh, I have some of those. Yeah, what are those called? Oh, God, I don't remember what anything's called. Sticky balls. Sure. With a Z. And who doesn't love some badminton? Oh, tennis with two Z's. 
I love badminton. Oh, I do love badminton. Badminton. Actually. Badminton. That's really fun. But you've got to, it always involves like going somewhere crazy to get a birdie out of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Because it's just, that thing goes, goes wherever it wants to. It's, mm. the, it's yeah. a pigeon. We use a live pigeon in my house. <laughs> oh. We play with birdies. Put up or shut up, you know? <laughs> Jay, do you have a backyard game we didn't mention? Uh... No, I don't think so. Great. We covered them all. Yeah. Uh, folks, this has probably still ended up being an hour-long pack- podcast. That's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to Casper, Simply Safe, and SeatGeek. Don't forget, we are off next week. Next week, there is no podcast, and then we will come back with a regular podcast uh, yeah, we will. the week after that. Yeah. Um, so still know all those, that old voicemail one is coming, but later. Uh, shout out to The Right Time with Bamani Jones. Are we listening to that, folks? Because we did tell you to do it. We're subtracting listens you have to do of our podcast so that you'll go to Bomani's. Uh, this week, he's going to talk about free agency. He talks about free agency, like all that big news that we don't go into depth on. He does. So go listen to that. And he takes voicemails about holiday cookouts. Wow. I would love to know his opinion on all those things. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Also, big thanks to you guys for listening now. And then again, later when you get home, we're going to set it. I mean, you've got two weeks here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say, we're going to say nine. Oh. They have two weeks. Okay. Nine yeah. listens is reasonable. Yeah. I think it's low, honestly. Ten. Uh, I was like, yeah. That's fine. Ten. Nice round number. Um, you know, you can l- literally just push play and then, like, go to sleep. <laughs> just make sure it's also set up on, like, play next. Oh, you play next. Yeah. Buttons. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's the play next. Like, play this episode next? It's like, yeah. And it might be like, but I just did it. And you just be like, shut up, Siri. I didn't ask you. Sorry, Siri. I, don't, I would never talk to you like that. Um or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from, oh, my God. <laughs> like this one from Katie Nolan, Punch Me in the Face, that says, no, seriously, I've listened to every episode at least twice. Seems low, but thank you. <laughs> I've listened to four Tobin Heath only three times. Again, against the rules, but that's fine. Because I'm a rebel. I try to listen to other podcasts and only get a fifth of the way through before I get upset their ad reads are not being sung. Seriously, <laughs> someone send help. As soon as the episode ends, I have the reflex to just hit replay. God, I love you so much. I would love to punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, and lastly, guys, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail. My girl. Uh, at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ash. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.